Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. Connect with us on social media and join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right, Michael. So I understand we're we're jumping into something we've kind of talked about before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we last week we started. We did. We, we didn't call it part one, but we know we got so deep and heavy. We wanted to we call that part one. Mm-hmm. Now we're in part two, and that part two is blended family and kids. Yeah. So last week we kind of talked about just a recap, and you can kind of fill in too as well. It's like you know what. We had you no know, gelling, right? Mm-hmm. We had basically how long does it take to gel within right. within right. a in a blended family with kids in particular? Mm-hmm. We talked about the different age groups from baby to toddler to preteen to teenager to adults. Right. I think we came to the conclusion, at least I did. I think I think adults are the hardest to win over in a blended family because they know they can be nasty. Yeah. I think the older you get, the harder it gets. Yeah, yeah. but no, no, no. It, it's true too. But I'm just thinking like. When you at like, you know, you 30 and you nasty, you know, you nasty. Yeah. If you like 12, 13, 14, you kind of like you going through all kind of stuff. We're talking about behavior. Like yeah. Acting, but, acting out. Right. Acting nasty. Right. Because I mean, sometimes, you know what? Your kids may not like your new boo. Oh, yeah. And like in that, like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. So we covered we covered a lot of that last week. Um, we're really talking about some blended families. So share this with your friends that are blended um, if it's something that you use as a resource, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you. So make sure that you email us, info at Fused Marriages, um, any social media platform at Fused Marriages, um, because we are all growing and learning and adjusting um, because there are multiple aspects as we talk about this. We're for marriage, family, and relationships. So you having a relationship with those adult kids, you having a relationship with the children, um, even with what does co-parenting, what is the interaction between the two parents look like? Um, biological and now co-parent or step-parent. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot to this thing. Um, so connect with us, let us know your thoughts. So one of the things we're getting into um, is now discipline. Talk yep. to me about that. Yeah, I mean, I think the, 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 the question or the million dollar question is like, okay, can the non-biological parent discipline a kid. Well, let's define discipline. What what context are we talking yeah, about discipline? That's it. that's an excellent question, right? Because sometimes people can be like, okay, that's just like, okay, can I spank the bottom? Mm-hmm. Those that do spank, can I put them in timeout? Mm-hmm. Can I say, you know what, go to your room, or you take away a toy? Mm-hmm. To me, those are all discipline. Mm-hmm. And like, can a can a non biological parent do that? We got to hear from y'all. Can, can, can <laughs> they do gotta that? We got to hear from y'all on this question because this is so, this is so important in a household. Um, how you maneuver the household, what are the consequences for behaviors is critically important for how the household functions um, and how the new person functions in that household. What liberties do they have? Like you said, some people don't believe in spanking, like no yeah. matter what. So nope. if you come in with the idea you're going to spank, um, that might be a problem. It's going to be or a problem. If you, well, they might be coming in and they spank their kids and their expectation is, okay, we're blending. I have children. You right. have children. We're right. coming in. I'm, my kid's not going to be the only one in this house that gets spanked. Right. What does that look like? You know, like, so do I need to adjust or do you need to adjust? How do we meet in the middle of a spanking? You know, like that's, there's, there's not too much gray area 
in that. And some people don't believe in, in you know, spanking with the hand or do you spank with a paddle or a ruler right. or, you know, when we were growing up it was pretty much, what can you grab, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, they did us kind of wrong a little bit, just, but yes, that's a yeah, whole different I'm topic. Just, yeah, that's a different topic. <laughs> a whole different Depending topic. on what the discipline yeah, is, there's a whole different that's a different show. But yeah. again, talking about what is the discipline? Um, is it you sitting in the corner? Is it you having five minutes time out? Mm -hmm. I remember this might sound kind of crazy. I love to write. So y'all check out the blog. But um, one of the things my mom made us do in addition to like other disciplines is um, we had to write a letter, an apology letter. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? An apology letter? Yeah. So uh -huh. like if we did something to like a sibling, we had to write like, like, I'm sorry for doing this uh -huh. um i shouldn't have treated you that way you didn't have to do okay that. no no yeah so different that's different good strokes, though. different folks that's why you so, right now though that's that's why right now you know <laughs> so um but there's different ways that you discipline your children um and then you have to discuss that between your spouse mm -hmm. because also you have to take into a factor there's another parent potentially that's involved how do they feel about you disciplining right. um their their child and does the grievance matter how great it is um do you yell? Some people are yellers. Some people are not. And if their biological mom is not a yeller and you're a yeller, then that's that can be that can some create situation. some problems. Oh yeah. So being on the same page with your spouse is critical. Yeah, I think I think you got to be on to get on that page before you even get to the point you're going to say I do. Yeah, for sure. Because at least that understanding of like, okay, that discipline conversation has to come into play. Just like, hey, where are we going to live at? What church we gonna go to? Where we how we gonna, what kind of jobs we looking at? Like that's like, okay. How are we gonna discipline the kids, mm -hmm. right? Because I have a kid that's you know what? If I'm getting married and my kid is eight, nine, ten years old, I'm like I need to understand. Okay, what's your thoughts? How you gonna handle my kid when they you know they gonna do something crazy? They only eight, nine, so something gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And they gonna do something to you, to me, or whatever somebody else, and you have to be, figure out how we gonna handle that. Yeah, I think it's important that um, when you're looking or considering a spouse that you consider how they show love um, mm -hmm. because if they don't care about your kid and I, some, some parents have a, the mistake, like nobody can love my kid. Like I can love my kid may or may not be true, whatever, but re not recognizing that somebody else can also love your kid can cause you to kind of um, resent some of their um, correction. So like you can't talk to my, my kid like that. I love my son and mm -hmm. I take care of my son and this is what he does. And you like this, Okay, like th there was no, um, there might have not been that discussion that is important right. because, and they might not see your heart. Like, hey, I care about them too. It's 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 totally possible for the other parent to care, love, support, encourage um, a child that is not biologically theirs. It's interesting how society will put mentors in the picture and say, oh man, my mentor or a godparent or an aunt can love my kid, mm -hmm. but my new spouse, like, mm, I don't know. If you're not sure if that spouse can really, really care and love your kid and would treat them right, whether you're in the room or not, maybe you should not marry that person. Mm, you're going all the way. So, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's if you good... don't know if they're going to treat your kid right when you're right. not around. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I was hearing what you were saying and like processing is like, OK, there's like there's no possibility that that's going to be changing. Right. So, like, man, I guess you got to make that you decision early on. Well, I, I would. I, so to clarify mm -hmm. that you can grow in love, but you should never question the integrity and character of That's your true. partner I'm with you on that. so you're not certain if they're going to be abusive or if they're going to be condescending or if they're going to be neglectful of your child when you're not in the room you can't mm -hmm. afford it kids are too valuable for you to be like oh but he treats me nice oh but she she fulfills my needs like that's not 
you can't afford that with your child. If you're not sure, and that's between the two of you, that's not if the other parent is not sure. Like if you are not sure, like, man, I, I don't know. Are they going to, are they going to feed my kid when I'm at work late? Or are they right. just going to let the kids sit there until I get back? Are they going to, you know, are they going to really, are they going to pick them up from school? Are they going to be like, it's not my kid. You figure it out. Right. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Or when they're mad at me, are they going to be mean to the kid? I'm not sure. Those right. are things you just cannot afford. And if you're in that situation right now, please seek help, seek counseling. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you walk out of your marriage, but I am saying that that kid can suffer long-term um, and you can suffer long-term. There can be guilt. There can be um, other changes that happen within you and within your relationship. So seek counseling, seek therapy, seek coaching, get somebody to be involved and invested because that's something you just can't afford. Yeah, I think and just as you were discussing that, I was processing my mind. I'm like, I think that's one of the worst things that a parent, a biological parent can go through is a person that's indifferent about mm -hmm. their kid. And I'm saying indifferent and like some of the stuff you already describing, right? Like, hey, like this don't matter. That kid, I mean, yeah, they doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one way or another, mm -hmm. right? They do good, they do bad. Just, just doesn't matter because I, because really the biological parent, I mean, they probably love that kid to death, right? And to have to be married to somebody that's indifferent, it's like, man, they know I love this kid. How can they just be indifferent? Mm -hmm. And we've seen people kind of go through experiences like that where are kind of like, huh? And ultimately, you know what? I think that the biological kind of like tries to push through it because they love their significant other. Mm -hmm. But that has to be a painful feeling to say, man, this is a kid that I love. I'm trying to, you know, nurture, grow, whether it's a toddler, baby, adult, whoever it is. And like my spouse is just indifferent about it. Yeah. But I, I, I want to recognize too, relationships go ebbs and flows. There's ups and downs, no matter the age, um, as your child adjusts and you adjust and the co-parent adjusts and the step-parent adjusts, there's always ebbs and flows. Sometimes you might be more involved in certain aspects of their life. There are mm -hmm. certain things that you understand more. I can't help our kids with math. That's, they gonna fail. Okay. You know, like that's not, that's not my forte, but yeah. if they want some help with history or English. Hey, I'm, I'm all about it. Let's, let's sit down with this book. Let's right. talk this through. Michael, if it's a math or a science question, he can figure out formulas for, for everything. Okay. He can figure out like this new math, all these kids are doing. I'm like, there's no way I would have even gotten out of school if the, I had to do this math. But Michael, it took a little time. I'm like, okay, this is how you do it. Yeah, I know. It's not for me. So yeah. recognizing the strengths of your partner and what they can give. You can't expect your partner to give um, in an area that they have no strength in, they have that they're weak in. Right. So if I cook and I want you to cook for my kid because, hey, this is we're, we're a team now. This is what you're supposed to do. Right. And he pulls out the hamburger helper or, you know, he pulls out the tuna casserole and you're like, wait, this is not you can't do that. Yeah. So recognizing your spouse's strengths and weaknesses, recognizing that relationships go through ebbs and flows. Um, even you as a biological parent are going to go through ebbs and flows with your child. There'd be times where it's like, okay, let me pull back and watch and see if what I've taught them is sticking. Okay. Let me jump in. Let me, right. let me help here. Okay. I see that they, they need a little bit more massaging here. They need a little bit more coaching here. Um, I think that recognizing that is really, really, really important. I, I know in our experience, um, Sometimes it's challenging to know how much to give, when to protect yourself. And I say protect yourself because um, if you are the non-biological parent, if you are the step-parent, um, sometimes you are just so enthusiastic and you care so much, which is totally possible and wonderful, that you can get really, really hurt really, yeah. really easily. Because you're thinking potentially like, 
okay, I don't have children or okay, I have a kid and we're going to make this thing work. It's going to work because it's all love. I love them. I love you. It's going to happen. And it doesn't happen. We talked about that in the last one. So check out the last episode when we're talking about gelling. But now as we talk about discipline and what that looks like, hey, I came in. Okay, now I'm not sure what what to say. Now it didn't happen the way that I thought it was going to happen. And now something bad has happened. Is your spouse looking at you like, no, you don't have the right. Don't talk to my kid like that. I just said that they need to sit down. No, I tell them it's time to sit down. Like I don't, you don't say them. Or if the other parent that's outside of the marriage has something to say. How do you deal with that? Like that, she can't say anything or he can't touch them right. or he, they better not. Da, 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 and then you're dealing with the dynamics of that. So the right. whole blended um, family, it's a complicated conversation, but it's still one that has to be yeah. had. You still have to determine what is our form of discipline? How are we going to deal with this? Um, are you going to be allowed to dot, dot, dot? Can you take the keys from the car? Um, you know, my son, he has a car. Do you have the right to say, no, you're not driving. You're taking the bus or you walking to school today. Do you have the right to do that? Or for the toddler, do you get to, you know, spank their hand when they don't do something right? right? Or, you know, sit them in their room and have them think about, (laughs) I did that a lot. Sit in your room and think about what you did wrong. (laughs) I fell asleep. So I don't know what y'all did. Did you ever have to go sit in your room and think about it? No. See, you know what they try to get me? They try to get me like to like, you know, I can't go outside. So what'd you do? Because you're an outside person. I know. I, I It killed me. It hurt me to my heart. Mm. So I like, I got straight real quick. Okay, no, no. I, I, I got to go I gotta be able to go outside. <laughs> I got to be able to go outside. Just, sit, just be in room. the house. I ain't got to do this. I can go anywhere in the house, but I can't go outside. I, I can't do it. You and it's sunny look outside. The, look out the window. It better not be sunny. Oh. oh, my God. That hurt me to my heart. That was, that was a horrible punishment. Mm. The worst ever. But that's an interesting point because even knowing what really, yeah. and being able to communicate that to your spouse, like, hey, they don't need this because not all kids respond to all forms of yeah. discipline. And if you're coming in at a later time, you might have missed the window to understand, to watch and say like, okay, they adjust to this or they don't. Like our daughter, if you look at her firmly, our youngest daughter, if you look at her firmly in her yeah. eyes and you say, do not do that. She's going to like, oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to do too much to her to get her no, to be like, to act right. Now that boy though, son, that boy this whole different story. I mean, you will say, don't do that. And he'll like, wait. And he'll yeah. watch you. He'll just move in slow motion yeah. while making eye contact with you. He'll push the fork off the table and watch to see what you're going to do. So you might have missed that if you're coming in um, and you've already, the other parent has had the opportunity to observe. So having those conversations like, hey, yeah. my son doesn't really need that or my daughter doesn't need that or this is what works. And you have to be gracious and humble enough as a non-biological parent to say like, okay, not like, what you mean you don't spank? What you what you mean sit in the corner? What right. you mean you give a strong talking to? That's not how... I thought about raising kids. Look, net, yeah. look, baby, when you come into a blended family situation, everything is different. You everything do not get the right to say, this is how I am going to do it. That's not even true with just blended family. That's, That's true. true family That's across in the board. That is true across so the board. Everybody raised differently. Everybody's raised differently. You're coming in with different dynamics. So trying to understand yeah. what do we do now? How are we going to handle conflict or dissension or broken rules? If you're supposed to be in at 11 and you come in at 1145, who, how do you deal with that? Um, how do you deal with that? This person's traveling out of town. Um, so now, uh, you know, the non-biological is watching. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with yeah. discipline? Let us know at FusedMarriages.com. Absolutely. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, it's, so, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. What, you no, want? no. Yeah, I got one more thought on, on discipline before we go to the to the next topic. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
I think I have a test. Oh, Lord. A, a test. discipline test. Okay. Let's for non-biological parents. Okay, a discipline okay. test. I didn't discuss this with her beforehand, so it may blow up. You know, I mean, she'd be like, I don't agree. I don't, if y'all don't agree, too, y'all just let us know. Okay. But here's my discipline test. Uh-huh. It's pretty simple, but I think it can be very accurate in assessing if you're able to do the right type of discipline for a kid. Okay. Okay. And the test is simple. If you discipline a kid that's not yours and... That kid comes back with love at some point. It may not be that day. It may not even be that week, but it may be, you know, maybe some time. But that kid comes back with love, you did the discipline the right way. Hmm. If that kid despises you off of the discipline you gave, you might should have shifted or need to shift your discipline. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because think about it. We have kids, right? Right. Biology, that's between us, right? Mm-hmm. And if I discipline Ari, Mm-hmm. She gonna come back within that day, that hour, those few minutes, and and want to love me, right? Want to give me love. Chan the same way, hard as he is, he want to be just like tough, 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 which is good. You know what I mean? I like that for him, my boy. You know what I mean? But he want to be tough, 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 tough. Yeah. But if I discipline, he coming back Mm -hmm. within that hour, you know, few minutes, whatever. Want to be next to daddy, Mm -hmm. because he knows even though I'm disciplining him, my discipline doesn't supersede my love. Yeah, that's big. So. To me, that's a test that any non-biological parent can say, you know what? Okay, I'm coming to a situation. I want to discipline. Cool. I ain't got no problem with you discipline. Mm-hmm. I don't care what, how you want to do it. But if that kid ain't coming back and they it's pushing them further back, you got need to figure out, okay, maybe I got I to do something different. Yeah, and that, that brings up a really interesting point, too, because it also is where you are in the relationship. Like, how much love has you shown them? This is true, mm-hmm. biological or not biological. If they don't know that you love them, then the discipline comes off as abuse. Then the discipline comes off of hate. Like, they don't, they just don't like me. They're always coming down on me. Um, if they don't understand you love, like, I tell um, my biological and my non-biological kids I love them. Um, hey, I love you. And it's, and it's sincere and it's something truly, and you have to figure out what works for you. But I have prayed, I have cried a many of day because it is completely possible. And I want to encourage any of you guys out there that have cried over your children and your non-biological children. I have been told, and this is my personal story. This is my own testimony, but I have been told by people like, they're not your kids. You shouldn't care that much. You know, they, they got a mom, they got a dad. You don't have to deal with that. And for us, and hey, do do you, but for us, that just wasn't a possibility. I could not have um, a child and not go see her do dance or see her do gymnastics or see her do soccer or see her do baseball mm-hmm. or volleyball. I, I couldn't. Um, and even if there are times of dissension or of challenge, I also lift up my kids, even if it means I'm lifting them up and going in the closet and crying, which has happened. Even if that means that Michael and I don't see it the same way. So I have to say like, okay, let me hold my peace. Let me, let me take a time. Let me take a minute. Hey, why don't y'all have some time together? Cause I need to regroup, do what you need to do because they don't, they need to experience love from you in addition to boundaries. And that's all discipline should be is, Hey, establishing boundaries. Hey, I'm not, I'm not beating you. I'm not, or whatever it is that you do, I'm not beating you. I'm not chastising you. I'm not tearing you down. I'm trying to establish these boundaries because these Mm -hmm. are going to be important. Hey, you shouldn't talk to your dad like that or your mom like that or me like that or whatever, just because it's going to be important when you leave this house that you don't talk to the police officer or the teacher or the manager or, you know, the the waitress like that. 
there's got to be some establishment. And that is really all that discipline should be is establishing boundaries. Hey, I want you to listen. I want you to pay attention. I'm not trying to squash you. Um, and maybe you don't have a conversation like this with a two-year-old or a three-year-old, or maybe not even a 15-year-old or a 30-year-old, right. but understanding within yourself that what discipline should be is helping somebody develop, not squashing them, not 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 um, demeaning them, not breaking them down. So discipline is one of those touchy areas that you have to talk about um, yeah. and be comfortable with. Uh, I, I think it's just a big deal. But also, um, we kind of were talking a little bit about the quote unquote the other parent, um, mm-hmm. and when the kids are bouncing really from home to home, um, the differences in that. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, I, I think it's an almost impossible if you're going to be a blended family not to deal with the other parent and the dynamics of what the other parent really has in their house and how they operate. Yeah, I think it's almost like naive to say, okay, you know what, this is going to be our house. The kid's going to be only this way. But they got somewhere else to go back to, or at least go visit. Depends on how the situation's set up, right? They're either going to visit somebody, or they are, you know, they live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're the part time, uh, part time. Yeah. Just the parent that has the doesn't have you're the non custodial non custodial parent. That's the that's that legal term, <laughs> non custodial parent. Man, that's in everybody's paperwork that has to deal with this. I'm just saying. Everybody's just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. saying. You know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like it's 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 going to be two different households. It's a reason why y'all are not together mm-hmm. with that biological parent. Too. It's the reason. So yeah. their house is going to be different from the house you have. Yeah. So you got to be got to prepare for that. You got to think about okay, how are we going to handle that? Mm-hmm. You know what? When they can wear a two piece swimsuit at the other house, but you got to wear one piece in my house, and then you only six. I can't. You know, for me as a dad, I can, you know, my daughter could only you know one piece. You know what I mean? She has a time it's for two pieces. It's our real pieces. life. It's our real life. Right. It's a time for two pieces. It just ain't it ain't at six or seven. Yeah. In our saying. home. Yeah, in our and home. And maybe in your home or in other homes, you know, they you can do that. I'm just saying, yeah. So that's a that's a conversation between, hey, I know that you can, but right now, yeah. right here, because there's a way that you can kind of speak to right. a child or depending, um, if you have an older kid, if it's like a teenager, like, hey, you you can't wear those. Hey, I know that it's just been us girls. But now, you know, he's here. We got to kind of, we're going to have to make yep. a couple adjustments. You know, yep. you can't walk around, you know, in your bra and underwear at 16. Like maybe we could have done before. We had some good times. We shared right. that. Maybe we'll have a girls weekend and go to the hotel. And we can just be like old times. But we're going to make some adjustments, you know, or however you have that conversation. Right. Um, because there are going to be some differences. And it can be something major, like we just talked about discipline. Or it could be something like what food you have in the fridge. Yeah. Like, Hey, you know, at my house, we only eat brown eggs, but y'all got white eggs. Like, yeah. Why y'all got that? Don't y'all know, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It could be, it could be something like that. Or, Hey, my mom would not leave the house looking like that. She doesn't, she doesn't wear those kinds of pants or those right. kinds of shoes or right. fix her hair like that. Or why are you doing that? It could be curiosity um, right. too. Like maybe there hasn't been a guy in the house to show him how to put on a tie or how to properly shave. This might be kind of his first, first kind of bout at it. So right. I think that recognizing that there's a sense of curiosity about who you are and a sense of um, kind of a lack of understanding about what this now looks like and then how that affects the other parent because put money on it, okay? They asking how was your weekend and they're not asking how was your weekend just mm-hmm. to know your perspective. They want to make sure, are you being taken care of? Did they leave you by yourself? Did you get to enjoy yeah. any quality time with your other parent or was she or he always there? You know, mm-hmm. did they buy, I told them that you only drink rice milk. Did they buy some rice milk or did they only have that 2% or that whole milk that they, you know, all of this stuff, baby, we've dealt with that. We've dealt with all that. So I'm saying that to say, you can't let that 
hit you in the heart. Right. You Because I have. Like, I was like, I'm doing the best that I can. And here I am being torn down. And if that's you, you might relate. Um, because you didn't marry that other person, but you did. You know? But you did. You, you married did. this person, but you still, you will forever be connected. And yeah. there's actually a session in our premarital where we talk about, can you deal with that person forever right. being involved in your Ooh. life? They're forever the involved. It does not matter how old that baby is. That's still their mom. That's still their dad. Yep. It doesn't matter if they are 30 and you're attending the wedding. It doesn't matter if they got sick when they were 35. It doesn't matter if you paying for college. It does not matter. They will forever. If that child, heaven forbid, if they pass away, you're still forever connected. And you might, you may or may not like that, but that's what it is. Can you deal with the rest of your life? knowing that there's somebody else that has been with your spouse in that kind of way, not just in the, you know, Hey, they had sex together, but they produced offspring. They made a child. This is not his first. This is not her first or whatever the situation is. Can you, can you cope? That's a, okay. You, you, you said something. I don't know. We ain't got a lot of time, but I'm going to have to ask the question. I have a part three. To this. Part three. Okay. The question is, can I be in the same room with somebody my spouse had sex with? Mm. And no, wait, can, say it again, babe. Say it again. Can I be in the same room uh-huh. that I know somebody my my spouse had sex with? Mm-hmm. In this case, it's the other parent, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's a psychological thing, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they're not together, they can't stand each other, which is true. All that's true. But I think even as a man, I don't know, like, okay, like, man, hold on, you slept with like that's gonna like, and you he and, got it from my wife, right? Yeah. You're gonna have to like work through that a little bit to say I gotta be in the same room, almost like you know, at least on some activities or what's going on, like these major events you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And no, my spouse has physically been with that person. Yeah. I think a that, lot of times they ooh. try to demonize the other person to try to yeah. cope. Like they yeah. try to say like, yeah. oh, she's not this or he's this. They try to kind of tear that person down either to themselves or to their child or to the friends. They try to make them a lesser person because yeah. it's easier to swallow. Like, man, she's pretty and smart and has it together. Yeah. Okay. You know, like to, to say like, well, is he going to go back answering those kind of questions? Is, is she going to, okay, he's, he's got this and this and this and this man, he's, he's an all right dude. You know, like she's an all right girl, you know, having, being able to, to mature to the point that it's like, okay, they might have valid points. I don't agree with everything they did. Are we cool? Are we, are we solid? Do you have any feelings? At right. all. I get that that clear. needs to be established Lay from jump. jump. You know, like if there is any possibility that that door is still open for right. you, right. like it might still be open for the other person. You can't control that. But is there nope. any possibility that it's still open from you? If it's a no, it's a yeah. no. It got to be a strong no, though. It's got to be a strong Can't be like, well, you know, you start saying, well, you know, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Hold on. A yellow flag. I say red flag. Yellow flag. Hold on. Let me, Shoot, let me, let's, let's that's the red. Break. You don't know? Baby, you got to figure that stuff out. <laughs> I'm not going to be here for that. Yeah, right. Let me right. know when you know that you know. Right. You know? Tell I, it. I used to go to a church where the pastor would say, know that you know that you know. You know, that's, that's what that's what you need to do. That's good. That's <laughs> so good. So we have to that's make good. sure that that other person is, that this relationship is solid yeah, before you can even deal with that because then if you don't, then there's going to be insecurity. And every time that you're at something and you might be dealing with insecurity anyway, and that's mm-hmm. a whole different topic, but that's like, Hey, your spouse, your partner can help with that. Like so much, you can't be going to the football game and be over sitting in the stands with somebody else and not expect them to feel right. insecure. Or you can't be like setting up the arrangement and it's just you two and she or he doesn't know what's going on. That's going to create some insecurity. Right. But recognizing, okay, it's us 
and she is part of the picture, but she's not in this box. This box is us. So trying to trying to deal with that other parent, there are a lot of dynamics that come with that. A lot of dynamics a lot, that come with that. A lot. Hopefully this is helpful to y'all. Like, you know what I mean? People that may have blended families have questions and trying to figure out and wonder, okay, is this normal, this, that, and the other? Like I said, we haven't seen everything, but we've seen a lot. Seen a lot. Right? And y'all have other comments or other situations y'all deal, put them in the comments. You know what I mean? If you have something anonymous you want to kind of email us, don't want to share publicly, that's fine too. We can have maybe answer them on future shows. Yeah, or right? write the letter. We have our, our, you know, the letter of the week. Yep. So feel free to write us a letter about it because this is some tough stuff. And so we don't want to minimize it to just saying like, okay, we can solve it in two episodes. But we do want to say like, hey, let's let's get in there. Let's talk yep. about it. These are some challenging times. There are a lot of decisions that need to be made. So thank you all so much for joining us on this episode today. Make sure that you connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and check out our website for more tools and resources. FuseMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.